0: Salt Lake Jake, Salt
1: Lake Jake, Salt Lake Jake,
2: Salt Lake Jake.
1: Welcome to Salt Lake Jake's Take. We are back and baby, the season is one week from tomorrow, if you can believe it. The offseason is over. The camp is over. They know who's starting at quarterback, even though they won't tell us. I have a feeling they know and it's on. I've got my guys Pete and Brennan here. How are you, fellas?
2: Jake, what's up, buddy? Hey,
1: Jake, how you doing? You guys ready for this? You get ready for the season or what? Oh,
2: yeah, man. I got my clothes laid out, everything. Okay, we'll get to that I'm a little bit later, way. Pete.
1: But we have two very special guests join us today. Two Twitter legends. I believe they knew each other growing up. I, we can we can find that out. I think they both are both Davis darts, If I if I understand that correctly. First, we got the man, the myth, the legend, Dave Tibbs from Twitter. Dave, how are you?
3: I'm doing well. I think that you're exaggerating a little bit our our status there on Twitter, but uh, doing well. Thanks for having us.
1: No, listen, Dave is known for one thing on Twitter, and that is absolutely annihilating BYU fans when it comes to smack talk. He is incredible. <laughs> I mean, I I kind of like to think I'm I'm decent at it too, but I'm not Dave level. Like he comes in with facts, stats, especially Vaca Vd that idiot wherever he lives and he blows him out of the water every time so dave is a legend when it comes to smack talk so welcome dave our other guest another davis Start, if i'm correct kid dynamite is that correct
0: that's true i am class of O2. So, so did we you guys having having are you on. guys
1: both in the same class you guys know each other
0: yeah so dave uh, Dave questions. and i yeah dave and i grew up um we grew up in farmington farmington and fruit heights and so uh we've known each other for a long time i, I think you hit it right on the head that Dave is the master of pancaking people when it comes yep. to to stats on Twitter. So I've been seeing him doing it for a long time. So we're How glad to I be Dave? here though.
1: <laughs> so you guys are you are you both still Davis no Dave, I know you're not you living St. George. You uh kid do you live in yeah. Davis County still?
0: Yeah I live in Fruit Heights. So okay, I'm, yep. I'm a
1: bountiful guy myself. So Davis I'm County down, is the great. best.
0: Yeah. Great area.
3: Davis County. Perfect. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll go all the way back. Let's lots, jump right lots, in. Lots okay. The the here. uh
1: the first topic I want to bring up is the quarterback situation. We seem to be getting different reports from different insiders. Some say Wits playing games. Some say Rising is legit out. Let's start with Kid Dynamite. What are your thoughts, man? What do you think is going to happen?
0: So, you know, if it was about if it was a week ago, I think I would have said, you know, Barnes would probably start at quarterback. Um, I read reports today from Bartle that it sounds like Johnson's really closed the gap on Barnes, they're neck and neck. And so I I do, I think it's a tough situation for Whittingham. I think on one hand, you, you know what you have in Barnes. He's got game experience. He started, he's played in tough environments, but I think Barnes has a certain ceiling. And so I I guess if I had a, if I was a betting man, I would say Barnes would probably start. My hope is um, Johnson gets an opportunity, but if I had to say the game was tomorrow, I would say, yeah, Barnes would probably start.
1: Probably, Witt loves to. He loves to play it safe, man. As we know, when back when Brian Johnson was offensive coordinator, his number one message was, "You don't have the guys turn the ball over," which created a lot of uh, hesitancy with the quarterback. Okay, Dave Tibbs, you are the head coach of Utah football. Who do you start? If, let's say Rising's not cleared. Who's your quarterback on Thursday?
3: Yeah, I'm going with uh, with Johnson here. I think that if you're neck and neck, you go with the guy that could potentially lead you into the big 12 next year, get some game time experience. You know, you go with the guy who's got the, the higher upside. We we've seen Barnes. We've seen what he can do. I love Barnes. He, he comes in, he plays hard, but I just think that he's kind of tapped out a little bit on his potential. I'd love to see Nate Johnson is 10, three speed out on the field. And I'm hoping that that's the way that wit leans as well.
1: Yep. You know, you said we've seen Barnes and let's be honest, what we've seen from Barnes sucks. I mean, he he had, he captured he captured lightning in a bottle in that first Rose Bowl where he, he threw he that beautiful pass to Don Kincaid. I will give him that. But then the second Rose Bowl, the sequel, he looked terrible. And if you recall, and most of our listeners do that the last year against Washington State, he started last second when Riley couldn't go, and it was like 2012 offense all over again. It was like constipation down the field. It was terrible. I mean, when we've got a defense like we've got, when we've got playmakers like we've got, we need to put. In my opinion Nate Johnson out on the field because he's electric and he he has something you can't teach which is the speed, legit sprinter speed, not just oh he's fast. He's legit 103 100 sprinter speed. You put him in the read option with Jaquin and Jackson, that's dangerous. Am I right? So
0: Jake, yeah, so so Jake, let me let me ask you this. And I, and I agree with Dave that if I were with I would start Johnson, but let's say Rising's out of the picture, it's Johnson, it's Barnes. Let's say tomorrow you could Barnes would go 16 for 25 for a buck 70, a touchdown. He carries the ball for six, seven times for another 40 to 45 yards. Would you take that stat line tomorrow?
1: I guess it really depends on what our defense does because if we're
0: right, that uh, often uh, stats like that
1: gets us what? 23 points, 24 points, something like that,
0: which, which I think in my opinion, if you score 24 against Florida, I think you win Uh, as much as, Florida is loves to hype grand Mertz and all of his, his, you know, accuracy. And he's not Anthony Richardson. And to be honest, Anthony Richardson gouged us more than anything in the past in the run game last year than anything in the passing game. So me, I I would take the 24 points that that gives us, assuming we get a couple of touchdowns from either Jackson Glover or uh, Bernard. And I would take the 24 and I would say pin it on our defense and, Defense, your job is to hold them below 24, and I think they could. I really do.
2: Now so it's the John Mays offense then.
0: Well, it, it is, but in a sense, I, I guess I can understand where Wit's coming from, where he's like, I can start a guy that has game experience. Dave is right. The upside is absolutely with Johnson, and Johnson is the future. And if they are neck and neck, you do start Johnson. But I, I'm just saying I can understand where Whittingham's coming from and saying, I know what I've got. I know what he can do. I know he's not probably – he's not going to win us games. Is he going to lose us a game? Probably not. But Johnson could go out and win you a game. We we, don't, we won't know until we see it. Uh, I'm just playing devil's advocate of what Whittingham's kind of probably thinking at the moment, if yeah. Rising is truly indeed out.
1: Here's the thing, too. I Go ahead, Dave.
3: I mean, we saw what he did in the Rose Bowl, right? And it was just—it was nothing. It was—we didn't do anything once he went in. And so, to me, it's like we've already seen what Barnes can do. I'm—I'm I'm imagining that Florida is going to have a pretty decent defense. We know they've got athletes all over the field, and so I, I just think that we—we've got to switch it up. And, if they're neck and neck, like they really say they are, go with the young. And talent. I
0: and I and I agree with that. I I think to play Devils advocate, I think it's unfair that Barnes. Was put in that situation. Granted, it was, I think it was tied when Rising got hurt. I, I can't remember off the top of yeah. my head. I try yeah, to, like, I try it was to, a one
1: it was a one score game.
0: Yeah. I try to like block that game out of my memory, but I do think Barnes was put in an unfair advantage. Not, I'm not saying he performed well, he should have performed better, but I, I do think even if Johnson or Barnes, you give them a week full of preparation and I think they will fare better. Than what Barnes performed in the rose bowl if that makes sense
1: okay well so so if, if we do that and you say 24 or 25 points and let the d win it yeah i think we could win it 24 17 but man that makes for a freaking stressful fourth quarter and I, there's
2: nothing I, I hate
1: more than stressful fourth quarters Jake, jake
2: i'm uh, doubling i'm doubling down jake i'm doubling down
1: what are you doubling down on pete
2: cam rising will start that game this okay. is Noise.
0: I hope you're right. I hope you're right, Pete. I, I really do. I think Cam's. I got to. You know. Uh, you know. I, I'm on the Zone board, and I I absolutely got crucified when I said it's going to be all barely eight months post-op for Cam. I'm like, that is.
2: Well, super, yeah, he's a, he's a robot. I didn't say he was a human.
0: No, no, no. I, I agree. I, but I, I mean, I got totally just obliterated because people were like, "You don't trust our doctors?" and yada yada. And I'm like, guys.
2: Well, but okay. Here's the question, Jake. Whose doctor are we trusting? Because well, I'm hearing it has to be a doctor's note. From what I understand, from is what it I've been told, Utah is Dr. doctor David or is Petron. it Cam's team? It's Doctor David Petron
1: at the U that holds the future and in Kyle in, in Cam's knee in his hand. That's what I understand. Okay, if it's he not gives Cam's the team. Like like that's yeah. not he's the okay. team doctor at the U. If he gives the clearance, he's good to go. But like I said, man, yeah, I I we could win 24 21, but oh I just got a pit in my stomach thinking about it. Up 24-21, oh, no. kicking the ball to Florida with two minutes left. That I hate it. I can't stand it. We gotta put up at least 30, man.
0: I agree. Agreed. I totally agree.
1: Okay, Brendan, what are your last thoughts on this quarterback situation before we before well, we I, move on. I we gotta give it back to Dave? I think Dave had some
3: some other thoughts that we missed out on. No, you know? I, th- I think you got them all. Like, look, you know, my dream scenario, like you said, you know, hopefully we hear bad moon rising starting the, you know, right at the beginning of the game. And we see Cam trot out there and he's back to his old self. I think the other dream scenario is that Nate Johnson, he comes in, he plays better than our expectations. You know, there's probably going to be some growing pains and dream scenario we're three and O going into the UCLA game where the coaches are kind of thinking, you know, should we let Rising rest a little bit longer? We've got the bye week right after UCLA. You know, maybe they're 4-0 after that UCLA game. And then finally Rising comes in, plays well, wins the third straight Pac-12 championship, trucks off into the sunset as a youth legend. And we are good to go because we've seen what Johnson can do and we're, we're ready for the Big 12
1: That is the dream, man, to have a quarterback to roll in there. And, and he's so talented. But I've said it before on the show, I have this dream – where we don't know who starts, we look over the sidelines, and then all of a sudden. And I will freaking pump my fist, man. I will I will be like those Taylor Swift fans. I will start sobbing. I will just fall Why to they the have ground. It'll
2: be amazing. Okay, Bring hey, listen. Stick. Bring your selfie stick like the Taylor Swift fans do. They're yeah, like for sure. Listen, like my
1: them. wife makes fun of me for this part that I and I love to talk about it. What is wrong with our uniform combination choices, designs, colors? What is the freaking problem? Why do we suck so bad when it comes to uniforms?
0: So uh, it's just, it's
2: disappointing. Underarm is so, cool. Go ahead and take.
0: No, I, I just I hate to give any props to BYU, but I am envious of just how simple and clean their uniforms are. Like there's no There's no mountains in the sleeves. It's just straight blue and white stripe on the sleeve, and they call it good. I I don't know what I don't know what your preference on uniforms are, but I remember, and Dave, I mean, you guys probably all remember this, but in the mid '90s, it was drum and feather, red helmet, red uh, red top, white pants, perfect, and and that was like it was that was the only uniforms that we had, and so I'm just I struggle with why we can't go back to just a simple, clean uniform you know do the the military appreciation stuff and you know where we honor you know ty jordan in those uniforms as well but i i do i'm more of just a simple yeah 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 not the tcu 2010 camo please that no. no 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 um but yeah just kind of a simple like i said i hate to give byu any credit but they do they just have a simple uh uniform combination and it works it's worked for years
1: Classic
3: is hey, the way Chris, to go. Let me tell you, Utah has that uniform. Our throwbacks are perfection. I, you know, I, I made, agree. Made this, it, like to, honestly, the biggest issue with our uniforms right now, most people will say it's the sleeves, right? You know, you get that black in there. Like, not really the school color. There's argument on that. The the throwbacks have the perfect sleeves. I love it. They've got like the simple stripe across with the block U's in yes. there. Yes. Or, or the 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 W like. That, that's what
0: we so, need. so do you do you guys prefer the the Utah uniform that we played in Colorado at home in 2019 kind of like the scarlet and gray or do you like the Rose Bowl red and white or like the Florida away the Florida away jerseys where it was all white interlocking you? I'm I'm more like the Florida and the Rose Bowl look yep. in my yep. greatest, yep.
1: greatest uniforms in Utah history were the last game we played in the Rose Bowl last year, the red helmet, the red agree. jersey, the I white agree. pants, perfect clean stripes down the side, perfect stripes on the shoulder. If you, I've even noticed, if you go three colors, it starts to look too wonky, right? That's the thing is it the does. teams that are yeah. classic, it's two colors. It's red and white or it's blue and white or it's whatever their two colors are. That's what looks best. So, yeah, if we if we could just simplify it, that's the thing is it, it gla- it's glaring how terrible we are because we throw in these occasional throwbacks that are gorgeous, right? Last year's Rose Bowl uniforms were perfect. Have that be the home uniform. Have the, the uniform we wore in the Rose Bowl the year before and at Florida. Have that be the road uniform. And then have one or two stupid wonky uniforms throughout the year. But have those be the two main ones because they're freaking gorgeous.
0: Do, yeah, you want, do, you want more, do you want more drum and feather or do you want more interlocking U? What's your I, preference? I'm
1: a big fan of the drum and feather, but I got to say how nice the the W looks on the uniforms. Like it just looks...
0: I, I'd i be fine with either. I, I honestly would. I Agreed. I, I'd be totally fine with either one.
1: Scrap the dumb block U. Forget that. Stick with the, the drum and feather yeah, or, the, or the, like
0: your hat. the two U's. Yep. Yep. yep.
2: Okay. I agree. The problem is Under Armour is LA gear. Remember how you yeah. were cheering for L.A. gear for Carmelone? Like, that's what hey, Under Armour is. Sorry, guys. Guy,
0: guy was one of the best scorers in NBA history. Don't knock yeah. L.A. gear. Yeah, but his shoes don't <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> Dude, you, do you remember his catapult uh, shoes that he had for L.A. gear? Oh, yeah. That It had the oh, little lever gosh. in the
1: heel that was supposed to make you jump higher. I wore those <laughs> when I was in fifth grade. I put those on, and I walked into school and intentionally had my feet bounce. I was like, dudes, look at Dude, this. You this were works. popping.
0: <laughs> so oh. dumb. I think we, I think we all need to appreciate that we had two Hall of Famers. One that wore LA gear, the other wore Avia for the most part of their career, <laughs> yeah. and both of them just handed out buckets. And so we need and to. And they appreciate stayed here their whole about.
1: career; they never left. I know. You know it it, that will never happen never again, ever. And it's a shame yep. we couldn't get one freaking championship. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> hey, concerns for position units. Uh, so let's start with Dave. Is there any position unit? that has you concerned for this season and why? And then we'll go to Kid Dynamite after that.
3: Well, I mean, we've always kind of been a little bit worried about wide receiver, right? Like, we, we've never really had that big playmaker on the outside. I think this year we're finally getting some help through the transfer portal. I, you know, we've got Bayley back. I think Money Parks is going to take a step forward. I'm really excited about Matthews. I know there's some people who are a little bit concerned about the d line and i think you know there's been some people who are saying that maybe some of our defensive ends might be a little bit injured not sure if they're going to be able to go um you know starting out even a little bit of uh, rumors about peppa uh, maybe not being full strength and so you know it's it's one of those things that every single year there's someone who kind of stepped up like i remember a few years ago when we had Ellis come in and you're like, my gosh, he was one of our lowest rated recruits and he's like playing game one. So I'm hoping, you know, I'm hearing good things about Fano. I'm really hoping that someone like Chase Kennedy or Akana steps up at the DN position and just, you know, is one of those guys that can get after the quarterback and really, uh, um, you know, set the edge. Uh, so, so that's probably the area where I'm a little
0: bit concerned right now.
1: Okay. What about you, Chris?
0: Um, honestly, Tight end concerns me. Uh, No one really knows what's going on with Keithy. Like it's, you know, Keithy blew his knee out, you know, in September, and here we are. He's almost a year into recovery, and he's not even clear to practice. And, you know, if you guys remember the Florida game last year, Keithy, it wasn't it wasn't Kincaid. It was Keithy that was dominant. Yeah, they couldn't they couldn't cover Keithy last year, and so I, I do I like Thomas Yasmin. You know, there's there's rumblings that Barton, you know, is taking you know, Landers taking reps, you know, on both sides of the ball because they're limited with tight ends. And so uh, the tight end does concern me. And especially if, you know, if the goal is to save Keithy or Cam for conference play, you know, Dave's right. Our wide receivers, you know, are going to have to step up. Micah Pittman's going to have to be Darren Carrington 2.0. If you guys remember that 2017 season, Carrington was unbelievable. I mean, he was – we probably hadn't had a good receiver like that since who David Reed,
1: David Reed was our Would last thousand it? yard receiver. Today. Yeah.
0: So David Reed. So Maybe Drez. Um, yeah, Drez, uh, I had my issues with Drez. Unfortunately, I think he, he dropped a bunch of balls, but I do, I, you know, speedster on the outside, he was great, but uh, tight end really does concern me. The other, you know, I don't think the corner situation concerns me, but, do we have somebody on the roster that's a lockdown like we've had with Jalen and Clark, where it's like one side of the field is covered and um and we can play one half of the field? If you remember the Oregon game in 2018, Mitchell from Oregon was absolutely destroying us in the first half. And Whittingham did something that he never does, which Johnson trailed Mitchell the whole length of the field, wherever whatever side he was on. And Mitchell didn't have a catch in the second half, if I remember. So do we have do we have a guy like that that's on the roster now? It sounds like Smith Snowden has made already the two deep and he's already turned heads in camp. The question is, is Broughton or Zemiah Vaughn or Battle, are these guys going to be able to have a true lockdown corner? Because that's, I mean, it really is kind of the basis of our defense is leaving those guys out on an island. So yeah. though, I would say those are the two positions that probably concern me at, at little. Not a ton, but at some point
1: okay i agree we we may not have a jalen johnson or clark phillips but dude those guys they pass the eyeball test you look at miles battle you look at zamaya vaughn they're lengthy they're quick they're athletic so i think uh i think we should be we may not have the lockdown guy but as a unit we should be we should be good
0: okay I, I had one last question where was sione vaki the half of last year like i think you, he started you remember- out i
1: think he was injured to start the year if i remember correctly he, he was uh because he, he came on in the second half of the year, but if I remember correctly, he started slow because he just got back from his mission and he, he hurt something, if I remember correctly.
0: I I, mean, I just I watched that dude the last four or five games of the year and I'm like, why was this dude not on the field the entire season? So hey, I just wanted to get your guys'. Yeah, he's gonna
1: he's gonna have a opinion he's on that. Have a break. He's gonna be a year monster. Sure. All right, fellas, there's one, one thing we've got to talk about before we what? close here because we're running up against it. The internet has blown up the last three weeks with a very <laughs> lovely young lady who had some sort of meltdown on an airplane, <sighs> she freaked out, said she, she's talking about that MF or is not real. She was kicked off the plane, <laughs> disappeared for a month. No one knew what happened to her. And lo and behold, she reappears and it's like she got a glamour shot makeover and she What's is nothing. strikingly gorgeous. Okay, let's just be honest. <laughs> is she real? Is this a stunt? Is this set up? Let's start with Chris. What are your thoughts? And then Dave, you, oh. you give us your last thoughts.
0: So uh... Riles and I, Riley, had a we had this discussion on Twitter. If she, and he thinks she's fake, but um, I don't. I guess I get. I know she just has possession of my heart, so um, I'm gonna just go on <laughs> a limb that she's real. I, I don't know. I've never seen it. it. Really? I mean, I've seen i I've seen viral videos like this, but um, I, I've never seen anything like this where there's the debate if she's real or not. But I, I'm gonna hold out hope that she's real. She
1: captivated America. I'll tell you that.
0: Right. Dave, it, it what are your thoughts? Like a I know you're, this, is a, this,
1: is a, this is a topic that is very uh, top of mind for you. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts?
3: Near and dear to my heart. So again, it feels like it's a PSYOP, right? Like, like, you know, this viral video and people are trying to figure out like who this girl is. And it's like, you know, we live in 2023 and it seems like people can get, um, you know, people can find out about anybody within a matter of minutes with the internet. And no one knew who she was, and then like a month later, all of a sudden, she's like, you know, appearing in like these almost glamour shots. D- one thing I will say is like, you know, she's putting her her feet pics, you know, out there for free right now, so she's gonna learn about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I'm reading like, oh my gosh, is this like AI pictures? You know, it's like she almost looked too perfect there. Um,
2: Jake, so Jake, she, Jake, so, yeah, I got she I
3: perfect. Like,
0: because she is perfect.
2: We no, got uh, everyone went out with a girl who looked way different when they had their makeup on versus didn't. Uh, that's all. I, yeah, I she
3: was also strung out as well, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> she had like, a she rough did,
1: night.
0: Don't you, yes. Don't don't you dare talk about her that way. She's gonna <laughs> cash
1: in though, fellas. You know she is. This it's she's no, gonna, she will. She
0: totally she's gonna will. turn
1: this into some money making machine. Yeah, I, 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 there's a machine. lot of sickos in the world. And Dave here, Tibbs here. will be lined up number one, front of the line. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and well, it's one enough, of those things it's like can I go on the no fly list for the rest of my life, but you know, become a, a millionaire overnight here just by you know, are are we gonna find other people who are doing these crazy stunts? That that's the thing that I'm wondering
1: it is they're on the right, flight well last thoughts we have this uh lightning round where we ask you quick questions you give quick answers turn it over to pete and then we'll wrap
2: up okay thanks jake we'll go quick okay guys speed round jake let's let's go to you last we'll go brennan and then around the horn okay okay all right what's your first day your first day of school outfit what are you wearing to the game against uh, against florida Wearing my uh, red polo with the interlocking
0: l- U's on the uh, over the chest, and uh, I don't know if i have go with a hat yet or not. I haven't, I haven't figured out if I'm going to do Dave. the red hat.
2: Dave.
3: Yeah, so I've got. I think I've probably got that exact same polo. It's like the polo that the coaches wore, maybe I don't know, three years ago. Mm-hmm.
2: Unfortunately,
3: I, again, I live in St. George, so I'm not going to the game. I'm going to have to watch it on TV. But uh, yeah, so I've got the the red polo with the interlocking U's. You know, just wearing some of my uh, uh, shorts, got my U hat, and that's what I'm going to be rocking that
0: day.
2: Okay, kid?
0: Red, red interlocking t-shirts. Um, I'm probably going to go with my red University of Utah hat, and uh, I'll probably go with scarlet gray shorts just for the old throwback feel. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm
1: wearing this red hat I'm wearing right here with the W on the on the back and on the front. It says Utah, and I'm wearing a red Utah Under Armour t-shirt, and I am laying it out on the floor before the night before. I'm putting the hat, the shirt, the shorts, the socks, and my new Under Armour Utah Ute shoes. So I'm going all in, baby. It's coming up. It's
2: putting my clothes out. I love it. I'm wearing my red rose park hat, probably. Okay, Brennan. Next question. What time do you arrive to the game? And let's go around the horn real quick.
0: Uh, 20 minutes before is, is my goal to get there 20 minutes before. So you can get the concessions, get out there, watch the uh, band come out, uh, see some, uh, some guys field
2: some punts. Brian, we sit by each other. I see you're always running up the stairs during the, the uh, before the, the national
0: anthem, as long as I get there before the national anthem, that works.
2: All right, Dave.
3: All right, again, so I'm not going to be able to go to this one, but when I do go to games, I try and get there. I don't know, at least like an hour and a half early so that I can hit up the tailgate scene. Um kind of get a feel for for the, the fans and the, the atmosphere and get into the stadium at least 20 minutes before kickoff.
2: Good.
0: Parking by sorority row or sorority row by you know 515, 20 minute walk to the stadium. You always have to catch the Maltley Crew entrance by the team. Period. End of sentence.
1: Dick. All right, fellas. What I usually do is I park on 12th East, just below 13th East, uh, in between third and fourth south easy walk. I am the first person in the stadium. I'm waiting at the gate for the door to open, and me and my fat little brother run up the stairs as he was the first one in. I freaking love it. We run up there. Shout out to Bones Johnson Levin. See who's the first one in the stadium. We go. We sit. We watch the teams come out. We watch everything. I walk around the stadium. I smell everything. I take it all in. I can't wait. Two and a half hours for the game kicks. I'm there.
2: That's why I asked that question. I wanted that answer right there. All right, last question. Who's starting a quarterback? Brennan. Cam Rising Dave I'm, I'm sticking with my, my guest Nate Johnson Kid <laughs>
0: uh, Bryson Barnes Jake
2: drops our,
1: our wounded warrior The great Cam Rising The only quarterback in Utah history To win back to back P5 titles He runs out. The crowd goes nuts. We take down the Gators 38 14. Start the season 1 0. Go Utes. Go Go Utes.
2: Let's go. All right,
1: everybody. Thank you for joining us. I am Salt Lake Jake and I am off. I'm out. I'm out. I screwed that up again. Jim Rome says, out. I am out. Jake in Salt
0: Lake City. Hey, Jake. How are you? Salt Lake Jake, Salt Lake Jake, Salt Lake Jake.